0: all right another episode in the house i'm trying to diversify a little bit the intros here you know try to grab more attention try to grab more try to grab the listener by the balls right Mm. is there explicit content perhaps i don't know hello again um has been a few weeks now that we have only black and white covers you know it has been sort of a theme uh over the last month because this is after born to run which will be released three weeks from now two or three weeks from now yeah i think i have two more episodes and then born to run no it's one and then born to run and then Let's see if there's a colorful uh, cover. You can notice that. You can look at the episodes. You know, you can have fun. You can do something else while we, you know you're listening to this. You don't need to be solely focused on my voice. You can be looking at pictures of flowers. You can be looking at pictures of you know different mandalas. That would be fun to color. You know, to have on a colored book. It's your choice. You can see if there's any YouTube stuff that you would like to watch instead. I know that I've done that a bunch back in the day. You can, I don't know, look at the window. You can wonder how many spiders there is in the room. You can do, you know, you can be as whimsical as you wish. And just have me saying shit on the background you know of your of your imagination just let me fill up the 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 room inside your head because we are now living on a period of time that i don't know which album i'm 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 going to speak about it might be a total left curve, you know, like a left... Um, how you say it? It might be like a, a, a curveball from the left field. could be something completely different that I haven't listened in in a while. It might be a Brazilian album that I've listened to when I was 15 years old. You know, it might be something that I listen to today. It might be something someone that just died. It might be... You know, a group that has 19 people in it. You never know. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, so I have the number in here, like we do always. 225 is the number. Let's see what we have. Oh, this is great. This is so timely. Amazing. Uh, spoke about Stevie Wonder yesterday. And I have... Uh, I have proof. Actually, I can show the proof, or maybe just believe my my word. I've listened to I've listened to this record not very long ago in its entirety. I can probably say it was last Saturday. I was going to work, so it was definitely or probably Sunday. It was last Sunday. So today is Monday. Uh, 5th, right, I don't know how to say dates sometimes, it's, it's the Mon 5 Feb, right, that's what I that I see here, Mon 5 Feb, uh, the 5th of February, I've listened to that album probably, you know, on the last days of January, very timely, amazing, uh, amazing confluency of things in here, because, you know, I always listen to albums that I know, when I listen to albums that I know are on this list, uh, and I and I wanna and I wanna um, um, sort of think about uh, things to say about it, I do that automatically nowadays. And it is sort of I, I was I was I was craving Stevie Wonder, and I was craving specifically. Uh, this album, because I know he has uh, "Isn't She Lovely," I know he has uh, "Pastime Paradise," I know he has a bunch of songs of his that are you know timeless classics, as with everything inside his run from the '70s, and I'll, I'll just you know this album is like super super fun, and I gave it a shot, and it's a colorful cover, so that's also timely, let's start from the beginning uh the beginning of this particular run this particular um run of 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 albums from the seventies that the music legend the hero the probably one of the greatest human beings alive still alive thank god. Uh, Stevie Wonder, so obviously a blind musician, he was pretty much a pupil, a, a a follower of Ray Charles, Charles in many ways. Not only because they are both blind, but they are you know so jazz musicians at the start. Stevie Wonder went to become one of the main figures in funk soul music, and pop music in general, you know, uh, things kind of, the, the same thing with uh, with um, Bruce Springsteen, last week, this album was also released one year after that one, so Born to Run in 75, and this one here is 76, uh, Stevie Wonder started as a child prodigy, right, not many people probably know that, he started sort of like a novelty act in a way because he was a blind kid that was like amazingly, amazingly talented. Uh, sort of uh, Michael Jackson, also in the Jackson's Five um, timeline, time period there. Uh, sort of similar to this as well. Sort of the same Motown funk. Motown, for those who don't know, it was a prestigious. Uh, record company in the '70s, so it released like the main artists that you might know uh, from from that era, Marvin Gaye. It uh, had sort of like a, a very full wall to a wall of sound sort of aspect to their productions, very heavily produced uh, funk and soul records. Many many artists, uh, you know, namely, I think um, Marvin Gaye probably not ever. And Motown, let's see let's see let me let me just clarify that, so upon clarification here, I came to notice that the album this album in particular was actually released by Motown as well. They have a different name uh with the credits here, but um, yeah, I think they changed the name eventually they 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 call themselves Tamla for some reason, but it's Motown um so this record was a product of that. Era as well, which has the era of Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, uh, the Temptations, a lot of the greatest, more, most soulful albums and artists from the '70s with theme, funk and soul music were released through this legendary uh, record company. They still, they they still have like very big names signed to them, but I mean the relevancy was obviously cut quite substantially ever since the 70s, but you do have in here what I can say after what's going on from Marvin Gaye, Uh, Songs in the Key of Life is the peak performance and peak... um, It's the artistic peak of their movement and their sort of style of black music of soul music that's for sure because it's a not only the combination of Stevie Wonder's career in general but also it it would set a totally different standard for albums of soul music, of black music uh, to come, you know, I, I think that nobody ever topped the quality that is displayed on this record here, not only for its intense runtime and intensity in the instrumentations, in the very valid, uh, varied, valid, it's also valid, um, very varied um, different music styles explored in here. So you have a lot of protests songs you know being being tried out in here a lot of like different very experimental ideas in terms of call and response and and really just a just a a electrified version and condensed sort of lining in the bottle of american soul and funk music is distilled on this record essentially you have the culmination and the peak of a lot of different factors energy in terms of performance um, the peak of his career and the peak of his voice and his instrumental capacity and his melodic capacity and his creative capacity in terms of songwriting as well I've listened to that album um, um, many times, very in 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 very scattered uh, ways. Sometimes very very loose and and spread apart because the songs are so strong, right? I never listened to it in in in, in like two goals like I did last time. I uh, last time I did it, and you really don't feel like the runtime of an hour, an hour and twenty minutes. I believe you really don't feel that it's a it's a double album of course at that time i think it was released as two vinyl records it's 104 minutes so you it you have that it's an hour and 40 minutes it's it's a lot it's a lot and it has five singles and the songs are great i mean the songs themselves like the the singles themselves would be uh like an album you know in, in and of itself and great i wish is great isn't she lovely is great every single song of this album is fantastic it took two years to record because stevie Wonder was already a very famous artist and was already a very famous recording uh, recording artist and celebrity as well because the previous records were big successes Two, talking book, interventions, and fulfillmentness. Uh, first finales, first finale. So coming back to the to the background of everything, to the beginning of everything, because it's still twelve minutes, and I need to fill up at least half an hour. Uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I, I won't do that, you know, if it's not necessary. But anyway, so Stevie Wonder pretty much started as a novelty act in a way, so he he used to be called the little Stevie Wanda, in, in a sense that, you know, he was like a precocious artist, he was very cute to see him, like, to see such talent in such a small child, you know, so he was uh, marketed as that, eventually when he grew up, he obviously started looking at the peers that came, you know, before him, like Marvin Gaye, like Smokey Robinson I imagine you know plenty of others that I don't uh, that I wouldn't remember now but those two main ones of that time arts Reading and you know you name it Sly and the Family Stone those sort of more serious artists that started, started to do whatever he was doing before him uh, and he matured, obviously and he came up with music Music On My Mind, which was like the first really outdoor uh, sort of record that he came up with, that was 72, and after that, it was all uphill. From there, Music On My Mind is already great, amazing display of everything that he's known for and adored for, Um, deservedly so, right? He has some, some, some big hits in there, I think, already. But then he would release Talking Book, which is the first one that sort of has an element that you it would become uh, very very prominent in in the ones after, and will culminate on this songs of songs in the key of life, which is the return and the looking back at the African roots and the African culture. Holding a candle to at least visually, right? Um, musically speaking, you have some, some of that in the percussion, some of that in in, in the, in the ideas and the, the narratives and all that about the black man and and that sort of thing. But it would come mostly visually on those four records. So you have the, the very desert-like, the very dusty-like, and 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 his clothing in the cover of talking book for example is an allusion to the uh, to the to that idea as well to the homage for that culture so as he would progress he would find like his tonus, his personality as an artist with the with his within his uh, African roots within the the relationship he had with his race, essentially, and how urban life sometimes oppresses the the you know coming from slavery and the, all all of those uh, arguments and all of those not in a in a bad sense narratives you know the black artists have been um, talking about for. For a very long time, and he was one of the first ones that talked about that in a more direct sense, and in in a in a way that uh, showed a lot of courage, because it was a time that you could really get in trouble, you know, if you really um, descend from the from the normal normal behavior. You know, you see a lot of different cases, different stories. Muhammad Ali being one of the first ones, you know, that a guy that really challenged the, the American government and all that, and and went went against sort of a narrative that you know the the military narrative and all that, blah, blah, civil rights, you name you name it, you know, like plenty of people died because they were trying to put black people in a better position in the 60s and the 70s that's definitely something that you could get in trouble for i think that stevie wonder because he was such a adorable figure because he was such a unanimous uh talent you know like everybody i don't think there's one single individual there don't like Stevie Wonder in some capacity, you know? Uh, Even if you just know him by the, the mere fact that he is a big celebrity, you know? But his music has such a grandiosity to it, has such a potent expression of his soul that, you know, you, you imagine someone from the CIA listening to one of his most spicy tracks that can be found on this record, you know, like the tracks that leave a lot of, it doesn't leave much to the imagination uh, how he feels about the state of affairs within race racial relationships in America, especially during that time when, you know, that was really like a problem. Still is, obviously, but at that time it was a bigger problem. And, yeah, like someone from the CIA saying, oh, but you know, he's really cute though, you know. (laughs) I imagine that happening. (laughs) But he's so good, you know. How can you be against anything that he says? So he became sort of like a pope of black music. And I think that after... We lost Marvin Gaye. We lost, you know, plenty of black idols. Uh, James Brown was always the Pope of Soul, the Pope of Funk. You know, the Godfather. But Stevie Wonder was always like the sensitive side of what James Brown, like the size of James Brown. That would never be, would never be sized, right? It would never be um, battled. James Brown is the greatest funk. American Funk, you know, artists. Stevie Wonder is like the sensitive side of whatever he did with plenty of gusto, with plenty of muscle. He played a lot of the instruments that can be found on the record. And, you know, if you ever listen to the four albums that I've been mentioning, and you can put Music On My Mind on that list as well. So five records that you need to familiarize yourself with. In terms of Stevie Wonder, if you like to, I truly, definitely recommend that you do. Uh, music on my mind, talking book, Inner visions. fulfillment's first finale, and then talking book. Do that in, do them in that order if you want to dive into each of them individually, because you see the progression there. It's really fun to see how, how much he fed himself. You know how much of his talent. Fan the inner flame that he had, and then eventually that flame would reach, would reach such high, such a high fever pitch that he sort of had to just, you know, put on his lipas, have some rest, play on the Grammys for, you know, do some TV, do some touring. You know, he would forever live like he didn't own anybody anything anymore and he I think that he only did like full length albums up until the 80s after that because then he he had I, I've just called to say I love you which is his biggest hit is the thing that people recognize him the most so then after that you know that being on, on movies that being on you know like a, such a ubiquitous song as well just like hello from uh, Leonardo Richie it was one of those one of those songs, right? In the eighties and nineties, and it was all over the place. It became like sort of like a joke, the song itself, right? And a you know, very soulful song. It's actually a beautiful song, but pretty much dated nowadays. Doesn't have any of the elements that this record has. Uh, so, if you want to see a American funk soul music artist. In his full blast capacity, like exploring incredible corners from within funk music and soul music. And displaying an unimaginable amount of talent and amount of dexterity in every single sense this album is for you. It's an album that you know doesn't you can't stop complimenting enough when you when you listen to it because it is such a great record. I do prefer the other ones though, the shorter ones. I do like Inner Visions and Ful- Fulfillness First Finale better. I don't know, maybe because I had one of those uh, in vinyl back in the day. That could be the case. That I like, I like that album the most, the better. But uh, it's just you know he it, it has, it's it's different. Maybe because it's shorter, I don't know exactly why. But this record is uh, like undoubtedly the best Stevie Wonder record that you can find. Is the as it's the album that will uh, explain everything that he that he did because of the size because of the scope the ambition the amount of talent that you had in it like the greatest songwriting capacity that you see this man at just a just a great thing it's just a go go listen to it please go listen to isn't she lovely go listen to as. Go listen to Pastime Paradise. Go go, uh, go and listen to uh, Have a Talk with God. Love is in Need of Love today. Just, I mean, 16 tracks, I believe. Like 11 of them are timeless classics. It's just fantastic. It's fantastic. Let's grab a few lyrics here. Let's see what we can do about that. 21 tracks, by the way. There was a... Crass mistake. Five five. Thirteen and then how much thirteen plus four? Eighteen? You you do the you do the math there. Well how much fucking hell? Seventeen tracks. So seventeen. So I wasn't that wrong. Yeah. I wasn't that wrong. And I didn't grab the lyrics there because I was doing the difficult math there. One second. So the album starts with the aforementioned Love is in need of love today, which is a great title and it's a great thing to say, I don't know. To think that love is in need of love, it's it's a heck of a thing to say. <laughs> Good morning or evening, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. So he's starting the narrative of the record. He's putting himself into the position of someone that's announcing um, something that we're going to learn. What what well it is, true music and I have some serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say could mean the world's disaster, could change your joy and laughter to tears and pain. So it is a n- narrator that knows the state of affairs in America at that time was pretty much in shambles, right? As you might know, uh, Vietnam War I believe was still happening, or it was very very close to to the end, the 60s kind of faded and brought the 70s, it was a very greedy, very rough time in America at that time, you see the, the movies reflecting on that, uh, this, the serian, seriousness of American media, um, took the, the place of the hope, hope. and while I sort of uh, bewilderment of the 60s even like the, the end of the 60s and the beginning of the 70s brought a lot of despair with with the assassination of JFK with the cold war with the assassination of RFK Martin Luther King Malcolm X the how you call them the Charles Manson's uh, murders as well the skelta that sort of thing so it was like a despairing uh, tough time it was the best of time it was the worst of times anyway it's the loves in need of love today don't let delay send yours in right away hates going around breaking many hearts stop it please before it goes too far and he does all that with a already a very very intense delivery very intense emotion on on his voice you know the way that you know that uh, that um, that, it's capable of performing right very very intense very vulnerable very emotional sort of delivery to the lyrics here and a message and overall you know it's, it's pretty much the same thing the rest it's it's more of a mantra sort of thing that he does and he does that a lot as well funk music and soul music has that capacity um a lot so and then you have oh it's 21 actually it's actually 21 tracks i don't know why i don't know just just bear with me you know with those issues there so the next one have a talk with god there are people who have let the problems of today lead them to conclude that for them life is not a way So talking a bit of a suicide in here. It's a bit of a suicide talk. I don't know. Somewhat, in some ways, that seems to be the case. Like, to conclude that life is not the way, you know? What's life not being the way? It's death, right? I would say. So, but every problem has an answer. And if yours you cannot find, you should talk it over to him. He will give you peace of mind. So offering prayer as a solution for those problems so you know not only the guy it's one of the best instrumentalists i would probably say not lyricists but songwriters of all time he also gives you the right uh, advice towards a state of internalizing your troubles and speaking to god essentially it's what he says in here. The name of the song is Have a Talk with God. So he is encouraging um you know, is encouraging have have a have a good look at yourself, you know, through the symbol here of God, which you know you, you may choose to believe in anything that you can choose to believe, whatever, you know, but it's simple. It was a simpler time it was it was a time that that sort of statement wasn't met with any doubt or cynicism it was just you know have a talk have a talk with god man just when you feel your life's too hard just go have a talk with god and you can make a song out of that statement and it will be an amazing song you know that if you take out like the 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 principles like the, the the christian principles and this song is still like a great uplifting inspirational track you know and it, it, it keeps it going the album has that capacity uh, like the repetition it is very mantra like a lot of his tracks it sucks you in a lot you know like what he's trying to say and he has that capacity uh, to really just hammer hammer a point home. You know, he does really work a lot on that capacity there. So let's just do one more. This Pastime Paradise is obviously a big big hit. If you don't know that song, you probably know that song because it was sampled and actually somewhat covered by Coolio coolio the famous rapper the infamous i can probably say at this point uh you probably heard of uh, gangster paradise They spent their most of those lives living in the gangster paradise you probably know that song right if you're not very well versed uh, stevie wonder i invite you to listen to pastime paradise because that's the origin of that particular very 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 big hit and most people get quite surprised when they when they hear the especially the the staccato violin violin that has uh, like the sample uses it a lot and it obviously comes from from this song uh, then i don't know if it's staccato or it's a glissando it might be a glissando anyway it's that, it's that sound that you're going to recognize it's kind of curious so and that's the first track that has the race relations you know consolation, segregation, dispensation, isolation, exploitation, mutilation, mutation, miscreation, confirmation to the evils of the world, so he has that, Stevie Wonder in his endless cutest way, you know, explaining how um, humanity can be really shitty, and yeah, I think it's indispensable it's an it's a monument of popular music. It is definitely top ten it is definitely top ten greatest records of all time I would say undoubtedly so i I think that you can probably leave like you can put like the Beatles there, maybe drew from the Beatles one from Shop Boyce you know pet sounds you can put this one you can put what's going on and you can put, I don't know, maybe Nick Drake, although hard to say, depends on the list, but this one for sure, in terms of impact, in terms of impact, yeah, this is, this one is here, this one here is pretty big, that's a pretty big one, I'll leave it to it, Thing oh we don't have a black and white record cover again, that would be the end of me. I would flip it, you know, but a very interesting, very timely uh, draw in here. Not many, many things to say in terms of style, variations and all that, just really like, a, like a, a product of the time that Motown was, you know, really with their juices flowing, you know, and it was sort of like a Maturation period of the of the record company as well, and Stevie Wonder, I believe, was one of the first uh, really big artists to really expand their horizons, right? In t- musically speaking, and and in terms of their size inside the music industry as well, because they were always big. But I think this album, with the size that it has. And that he had at that time. It was a bestseller. It was a big seller. It was like very, very impactful. That's it. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. It is an album that does everything that is taught to do. That it has set its mind into doing it. And it's an album that does even more. Because it's just the... It's just a manifesto of lust for life and love for what music has to offer. And, you know, Stevie Wonder being like the, the the loveliest human being alive and a amazing conduit for music. The man is music itself, hi? Music himself, itself. He embodies music in such a way that it is just incomparable. Great stuff from the men. I would definitely recommend other other things from, from the Motown's catalog. You know, the Temptations are really good. All green. I'm not sure if it's Motown, but it fits the mode, you know. Marvin Gaye, obviously, what's going on. I have been listening to that one as well, as of lately. Um... Anything soul music from that time is worth the worth a shot. Yeah. Mid seventies, Stevie Wonder, great work. One of the greatest ever. Hope that you listen to that one. I hope that you listen to that one. Yeah. Bye.